0: Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Motivation Burrito. I am your awesome host, your lovely host, your host of hosts, Melissa, and I actually have a prequel episode for you today. Um, Like, I know it's been a while since I did the one year later episode, but that was because I haven't really... Found something that I wanted to talk about, and it kind of just came to me when I had my last therapy session on Friday with my current counselor. I'm going to have to switch counselors. I'm really sad about it. Um, So the short version is, I have been using um, one of those online therapy apps to, you know, as as my care, as my therapy care. And the counselor that I had on the app is truly amazing. She's like absolutely phenomenal. She has helped me so much in the last seven months, and I'm eternally grateful for how far we've come, for everything I've learned, for the tools and resources that she's given me, those like added little things that I didn't have before. Um, She's really helped me amp up my self-care because I was really good at it before I met her but she's really helped me to like maintain the focus on the self-care, even though I haven't been and I've slacked seriously the last month. Um, But she has reinforced the fact that self-care could really be anything. It could be playing your favorite song and dancing to it for five minutes. It could be getting your nails done. It could be taking a hot shower with like a a shower fizzy and, and self-care could even be just a simple face mask. Like self-care is literally what you make it. It's something that brings you back to center. So, um, if you hear a noise in the background, it's my fan. Sorry. Like summertime, it just gets super hot. And we're sitting here in like 70, 80 degree weather. It's gross. I absolutely hate it. Um, I don't do well in the heat. It's not my favorite season. I love the beach, but I don't like the sun, Um, which is weird because my boyfriend is a solar guy and all we do is deal with sun. So and I call him my sunshine in like on a cloudy day. So it's weird. Anyway, heat, though. Maybe it's not the sun that I don't like. Maybe it's the humidity that I don't like. That's what it is. It's like the humid mugginess. There we go. So that aside, mini ramble aside, um, yeah, so amazing therapist has truly helped me, but she is not in the same state as I am. So the good thing about the app is it pretty much just pairs you based on like personality and based on what you're looking for and the care that you need. And it turns out that the therapist that I had chosen is not in my state. So now that COVID regulations are lifting or like COVID restrictions are, are lifting in most states and people are starting to go back into offices and starting to go back into like the, you know, actual places of business and, and things are opening up again. She is going back to her practice and because she's going back to her practice, she'll be leaving the app And I will have to choose another therapist. Which made me super, super sad. Because again, she has just been absolutely amazing in the last seven months that I've been with her. And I mean, there's just so much that I could say about all she's done for me. But that would be like a whole episode in itself. So on Friday... We had our last therapy session and I was having a tough time. Like I, it, since our, our previous session, I had a lot of trouble adapting to moving in with my boyfriend. I had trouble, um, you know, with my self care. I have been afraid to go exploring in my new town because it's it's a, it's a different town. It's, you know, everything is new here. I don't have a nail salon. Like my old nail salon, I don't have, um, you know, like, like if I want stuff, I've I've literally been using DoorDash because I'm afraid to go out. Whereas in my old town, there was a Taco Bell around the corner. There was a Burger King. There was a Panera Bread. There was McDonald's if I wanted to cheat. There was a grocery store like five minutes away. So in my town, when I was living with my parents, there was everything everywhere. I knew where everything was knew I didn't have to drive far. Uh, I even knew where, like, the 7-Elevens were. They were, like, two by me if I wanted to go to the good one, as I called it. I had to drive a little further, but still, like, everything was there. Everything was close. Everything was within reach. And I didn't have to go very far. So I could use, like, my 15-minute break to take a quick drive to a 7-Eleven, get some snacks, and come back. Or I could use my half-hour break to go through the drive through at Taco Bell and get my food. Or you know, run to Chipotle and pick up my food and do pickup instead of DoorDash or delivery. So I had tons of options in my old town. But here, because I don't know where anything is, I've been afraid to actually go searching for stuff. I felt really overwhelmed to have to search for a Taco Bell or really overwhelmed to have to search for a new nail salon. So I have to search for a gym. I don't even know how to get to the gym that I normally go to. And there is one where it says it's, it's 3.5 miles away from me. And it's on one of the main roads in this neighborhood. And I'm still like, nope, I don't want to do it. Too scared. I don't know where that is. Like, I don't know the shopping center. I haven't seen it. Um, nope, I'm not doing it. So I've literally gotten to the point where that codependency popped up again. And I became super attached to my boyfriend and didn't want him to go anywhere. Like, it was one of those things where it's like, if I needed to go somewhere, I wanted I waited for him to come home so that he could go with me. Or if I wanted food, I would just door dash it. Or, you know, like, if he left, it was kind of like, I didn't want to be alone here by myself. And it got to the point where he was just really frustrated and really overwhelmed. And he felt like I had taken his freedom away, which was not intentional in any way whatsoever. But it was really just like, again, all these fears just compounding one on top of the other. And me just like being stuck and not having that 20 seconds of courage, right? That we talk about to like actually get in my car, put on Google and just drive and explore an adventure out there. I stopped wanting to do all of that. And I'll be honest, I got really depressed. I got really depressed. I got homesick. There were times where I just kept on saying to myself, I want to go home. I want to go home. I want to go home even though this is my home, like living with him is so amazing. Like it truly is. Like I am so happy and my favorite thing is to be able to wake up next to this incredible person every single morning. It is literally one of my favorite things ever. Just waking up to his arms around me or waking up and seeing those beautiful blue eyes and that like little smirk that he does in the morning and even going to bed with him like he just he'll he'll go to sleep first because he just passes out I don't know how people could do that where like your head hits the pillow and you fall asleep um but he'll like fall asleep and then I'll just like lift his arm up and just snuggle myself in there underneath him but then he'll like shift and he'll move and he'll wrap his arm around me So even going to bed at night next to him is an amazing feeling. So when I did my therapy session on Friday, I came to the table or I came to the session pretty much like half analyzing what had been going on. I'd been stressed out with work too. And I came to her and I said, so I've been stressed out with work and with my relationship. And to be honest, I've had a hard time in both areas. And I think the underlying theme in both of them is the same, that one, I don't feel like I'm good enough. And two, there's been a lack of communication all across the board. There's been a lack of communication in my relationship between me and him, which is so unusual for us because communication has always been our strongest thing. Like we have been strong communicators. We have always been honest and open with each other. And just lately, like I felt like because there was all of that tension there, we haven't been able to do so. And, you know, I really want us to get that back. And she said that, you know, she pretty much loved how I came to the session half prepared, you know, like half with answers already. Like I knew what I wanted to talk about. And she told me that I probably should have been a therapist. And she was like, are you sure you don't want to go back to school? And I was like, no, that's a lot of school. Like, I looked up all of that stuff. That is way too much school. It's expensive. You know, like, I already have student loans that I can't finish paying off. So to tack on more school on top of that to go back for, you know, like, therapy would just be crazy. But what's even more interesting is that my dear friend Catherine, the one who did the lovely branding, for the Motivation Burrito, and who was also a guest on one of the episodes, sent me a card a couple of weeks ago. And the last line in her card was, don't forget your burrito coaching magic. And it was those two moments that made me realize that I do have a pretty cool skill set. And that I'm able to, I guess we'll use the word guide right now, um, but I'm able to guide people through their feelings, through emotions, through situations, through life events, you know. So I'm not a therapist. I'm not a coach. I'm basically just a podcast host who's super skilled at recognizing emotions and recognizing certain situations and and guiding people through it and it's pretty cool so however you know the word therapy is expanding these days you know self-care is considered you know like therapeutic right these are things that we do for self-therapy basically so the word therapy is expanding but what it led to was this idea of burrito therapy. And that's what this episode is called. And that's why this episode is called burrito therapy, because I just wanted to sit and have a conversation about what's been going on in my life and how I could work through it. Because again, I feel like there are probably people who go through a similar situation and And want to know how to work through it. If they're not going through a similar situation right now. But I was torn. Because a part of me was like. "All right, do I just do it as a random episode. And do like one episode called burrito therapy. Or do I do this as a weekly thing. And bring this back to my two times a week podcast. And call it like Taco Tuesday therapy. And I'm so torn. So this is where I'm going to most likely ask for feedback and say, hey, do you guys want something that would probably be called like Taco Tuesday therapy? It would It would probably be, you know, like in that line so that way it's themed because everybody knows I love themes and everybody also knows I love alliteration. So it just makes more sense for it to be like Taco Tuesday therapy. And it's not... It's not a moment where we eat our feelings, even though I'm 100% fantastic at eating my feelings. In fact, that was one of my core issues when I started therapy was the emotional eating factor. And when I first started with her, my emotional eating had like just gone through the roof and the weight that I had worked so hard to lose, I had not gained it back, but like I was plateauing. In my weight loss, you know, I I had maintained the weight that I had lost, but I think at that point I was down 25 pounds and I still had ways to go, you know, trying to lose a total of 40. So that 15 pounds was going to be difficult if I kept on the path of emotional eating and not taking care of myself and stopping with my self-care and stopping with the exercise and not walking like I had originally been doing. So, there was just a lot that went into why I started the therapy and the emotional eating. So, again, I am queen at emotional eating. Food is my go to. Um, so, yeah, hence why I've been ordering so much too. Like, everything has literally been DoorDash because I've just been afraid to go to a grocery store, or just not in the mood to go to the grocery store, and I haven't cooked for myself, and even though we have food in the fridge now, like, there's actually plenty of food in the refrigerator, and we have snacks, I just still haven't really, like, fully cooked the way I normally would, like, normally I'd be cooking every day, and I'd be, like, super creative. In fact, cooking actually became an outlet for me. Uh, one of the things that I have started to do for myself was I started to get creative with my meals. I was like, "Oh, I want this. Ooh, I want that. And let's make this. And let's do something different. And let's look up a recipe. And I even brought my recipe book here. And I still haven't touched it. I still haven't really pulled out a recipe from there And done something like really awesome. Which sucks. Because like I want to create amazing meals for my boyfriend. I want to be able to cook for him. And us like make a date night at home. Where we set up like the wine and the table. And I don't know. Maybe even get fancy with it. And a little bit like romantic. And do a candle or something. And just really have like a night to ourselves. Where you know the food is like. It's fancy, you know, like I want to do the whole thing. Like I want to do the cooking and plating it and like the little like touches of like basil or parsley or like, you know, things like that. Like I want to make it fancy. Um, And I haven't. So there's a lot of stuff that I haven't done that I want to do for him that I would have done for myself. If I was still at my parents' house. But again, it's not fair because I should be able to do that here. So that was the idea, really. The idea was to do, you know, something like alliteration and just do like Taco Tuesday therapy. So today's episode is called Burrito Therapy. So today we're going to start it. Today we're going to have like a mini session of just Burrito Therapy. And Then, if this goes well, I might just do Taco Tuesday Therapy and make it a segment. Maybe I don't think it needs to be a full episode, but maybe like have it be like a segment in the episode, and then we talk about like something else. So, I don't know how I'm gonna run with that idea yet. I just know that I think it would be a really cool addition to the podcast, and I think it would be something that would help a lot of people because it's just a few minutes, you know, like maybe 15 minutes of like fast track, streamlined lightning, you know, therapy kind of thing, lightning therapy. That's cool. right? Um, so, yeah, so today we're going to do burrito therapy and a part of me is kind of like, I want to talk about self-care, but self-care is just the absolute surface of it. And another part of me is like, I want to talk about relationships because I've, this is, so this is the best relationship that I've ever had. This is the best relationship I've ever been in. And honestly, nobody has ever made me feel as loved as I do. like Jared has, like nobody has made me feel this way. And he has really just loved me in ways that I never even dreamed of. He has totally embraced who I am. He knows that I can get hyper emotional and super emotional. And the way he looks at me is just I wonder like what he sees, you know, like if I could just see myself through his eyes. I don't know. I might cry though. (laughs) Like, I, I feel like the way he looks at me, like you ever see somebody stare at you and they stare at you with such like adoration and awe and wonder. And I wonder like, what are the thoughts behind that look? You know, like when he looks at me that way, what is he thinking about? What does he see? What are the things that go through his mind? Like, you know, does he see all my qualities? Does he see my beauty inside and out? Does he see hope? Does he see love? Like, what does he see? And what does he feel when he looks at me like that? So when I say he really is the best relationship I've ever had, like, I mean that. And I can't imagine myself with anybody else ever. There's nobody else in this world that I would ever want to be with um, because he's it for me. Like he is literally the person that I want to spend the rest of my life with. And this relationship has taught me so much. It's taught me new levels of communication It's taught me new levels of patience. It's taught me new levels of compassion. And I don't think any of that would have been possible, though, had I not known who I was as a person. And, you know, to be honest, maybe that is, The way to go with this episode. Like talking about self. Because here's the thing. My boyfriend doesn't give himself enough credit. For the fact that. He knows who he is as a person too. And I think. And I can't speak for him. I really can't. Um, But from what I see. I feel like he doubts that. I feel like. He feels like he's still finding himself and we all are always going through a journey I mean again there's never a day where we don't learn something new about ourselves there's never a day where we don't evolve in some way like there's a quote in Alice in Wonderland and Alice in Wonderland is one of my favorite you know stories but there's there's a quote in Alice in Wonderland Where I think it goes something like, I thought I knew who I was five seconds ago, but I've changed since then. Or five minutes ago or something like that. Hold on, let me see if I can look up the actual quote. Because now it's going to bother me. Um, Let's see. Alice in Wonderland. Alice in Wonderland. here it goes okay here it is here's the exact quote I knew who I was this morning but I've changed a few times since then and like that quote just goes to show how much we can truly change over the course of a day right you're not just talking about like and we're not talking about like massive drastic changes even though it can happen there could be an event that shifts your entire day and you have to move and change and adapt to it and the only way you can really do that is if you have at least a baseline sense of self and so that's why I feel like he doesn't give himself enough. Credit Because the way he has handled our relationship the last couple of months, the way that he's adapted, the way that he's let me in, the way that he's loved me, the way that he's let me love him, all comes from having a baseline sense of who you are, you know, because you have to show up as all of you. You have to show up in your pain. You have to show up in your pleasure. I had to sneeze and it went away. Sorry, you have to show up in your pain. You have to show up in your pleasure. You have to show up in your happy. You have to show up in your sad. You have to show up in your fears, your doubts, your insecurities. But the point is you show up. And the fact that he shows up every single day, no matter what he's feeling, I mean, granted, there are some days where he shows up a little less and he's here physically, but like not emotionally present. So there are days where he half shows up and there are days where I half show up too. You know, there like there's times where I feel insecure about myself or I feel insecure about the direction of our relationship and I half-ass the day and I'll half-ass the feelings and I'll pull back and be distant or I'll be quiet or I'll hold something in. And these are things that make us human. These are things that everybody does. But again, having the awareness, recognizing your behavior recognizing what you're doing and changing it whether it's in the moment or the next day or you know making baby steps to change it but choosing to change the behavior comes from being aware that the behavior needed to be changed and you can't do that if you don't have that baseline sense of self. So that's why I keep telling him, like, he's amazing. I tell him all the time that he's truly amazing. And again, he, I think he doubts himself, or I think he doesn't give himself enough credit. I think he feels like, you know, like, I think a part of him still feels like maybe he's not good enough. But Or that he doesn't feel like himself. Or that he feels like he has to find himself all over again. And again, I can't speak for him. But what I see is someone who's able to recognize when something is off within themselves. Because again, that takes self-awareness. For him to be able to say something's not right within me right now is huge. For him to be able to recognize a behavior that could potentially be hurtful to me and work to change it is huge. For him to be able to recognize love within me, but also love within himself is huge. So he's fantastic and it's why I love him because even though he may not see it I see it you know like there's like when I told him about the communication and how you know at one point like it was starting to lack a little bit he fixed it he fixed it right away and I had even given him examples just in case um and also he did ask for a couple of examples but I gave him examples and then he fixed it and he corrected it Sometimes you have to bring the awareness to the person because they may be so within their brains. You know, they be they may be so overwhelmed and so stressed out that they can't see it. And that's why I go to therapy because there are times where I can't see what I'm doing. I can't see what my actions are causing. I can't see the cause and effect of things. That's what I go to therapy for because it's like, okay, here's the situation, here's how it's making me feel, these are the feelings, and I know that some of this is in my head, so I'm having trouble deciphering what's true, what's real, what's not. Like what's all in Melissa's head and what in this is actually truth of the matter? What in this is really reality? Or is it all in my head and I'm just making shit up? So that's what you know, that's what I go to my therapist for, and that's what she does, is she helps me decipher between what's real and what's truth and what's just in my head. But all of that is possible because, again, I have that baseline awareness. And she did say that that's one of the things that sets me apart from some of her other... Well, it's it's one of the things that sets me apart as a podcast host as someone who, again, probably should have gone to school for therapy, according to her, it's because I'm able to see that within myself and able to see that within others, you know? So I try to do that for myself on a frequent basis, you know, like, again, here's, here's the, the reality of things. And this is, this is just a feeling. Like, here, Melissa, like, this is something that you know you're feeling. Here's the actual reality of the situation. But there are times where I need reassurances from my boyfriend. You know, like, I could be feeling like he doesn't want me, and that's not the case at all. But because that feeling is so overwhelming, like, I sometimes just need the reassurances from him, like, hey, Just tell me that you want me. Tell me that we're okay. Tell me that you're not going anywhere. Tell me that you won't leave me. And it's been hard lately. Lately, I've been asking for that a lot. And I do feel bad. um, Because again, I'm pretty sure he's wondering, like, if I'm in this at this point, you know, it's probably made him start to wonder, like, Is my head in this? Am I still here? Am I still present? And the truth is, yes, I am. Like, of course I'm in this. I'm not going anywhere. Like, I I truly love this man and I can't imagine life without him. But I'm struggling. And I guess I've been afraid to say that. I guess I've been afraid to be honest with him and tell him that I'm struggling and to tell him that My thoughts are painting a picture that may not be real. My thoughts are painting this alternate reality of this idea that he's going to leave me. And I've, you know, like been in that place for a little while, even though I'm trying to get myself out of it. And I probably should have asked for his help a while ago. I probably should have told him what was going on and saying, hey, here's what I need from you. Like the constant communication is what's going to pull me out or the little reassurances is what's going to pull me out. Like maybe I should have just been upfront with him about it and say, like, this is what's going on. Here's how you could help. Because he's always been the person to ask how he can help. And I stopped doing that for him. I stopped telling him and communicating with him how he can help me. And that's not really fair because then again, it makes him feel like he's not doing enough and, and and that's not the case. So having that awareness is definitely key in the relationship. But you know, there are moments where I've done the same for him where he's stressed out in a situation, whether it be about work or something personal And he does what I do where we kind of latch on to one part of it and we hold on to the one part because that's what's triggering us and that's what's stressing us out. And we don't see beyond that part or that picture. So there are times where I've found myself saying, hey, look at it this way or shift your perspective and look at it this way. Like this is what's happening outside of this one little incident and this one little moment. Here's the bigger picture. And I'll sit there and I'll paint the bigger picture for him. And sometimes right, he'll get it right away. And other times it takes him like a couple of hours where he'll mull it over. And then he'll come back to me and he'll be like, oh, you're right. Like, yes, I do see that point. And I'm like, I know, I told you. And again, that's that skill set that I have, right? To be able to see beyond the surface. To be able to see deeper within to be able to really pull out the truth i guess it's also why when i did this branding with katherine she called me the truth translator because it was more than just seeing the surface of things it was like being able to pull that truth like beneath the surface and i think i've forgotten all of that i I think i really forgot that skill set that i had within myself I, i I think I really forgot that this is what I do and this is what made me who I am and this is why I've been so awesome as a podcast host and I've been so awesome with what Catherine calls my burrito coaching magic. And I also think it's why I'm capable of Taco Tuesday therapy and doing little segments like this because I see... the depths of the situation, you know? Like, I'm able to go deeper. I'm able to go farther. I'm able to love more, to hold more space. And I just forgot how to do all of that. So, I think this is a good starting point. And, you know, again, it's about the awareness, right? It's about recognizing... Either the skill that you possess, it's about recognizing the behavior that needs to be fixed. It's about recognizing that core value within yourself that you've been trying to hold on to or that core attribute or that thing you want to come back to, right? Like if you say to yourself, oh, I used to be so confident and I used to be able to just like go out and do this, that, and this, and you want to find that again, here's the thing though. And I want I want people to take this with a grain of salt. Because again, I'm not really a true therapist. But I always feel you can't go back to something. Or you shouldn't go back to something. So when you say like, oh, I want to go back to being the old me. No. Recognize the qualities in the old you that you want to have again and rebuild in a newer and better way. Like learn, like what made you confident back then and find what makes you confident now, because it actually may not be the same thing. You know, like back then, like when I think of college confident Melissa, She was confident because she didn't care. Like, honestly, I was the type of person who did not care about people's feelings. Um, I didn't do relationships. I didn't do emotional attachments. I was confident because I knew I could get the guy even if I didn't want the guy. Like, that was the type of person that I was back then. And that's not a person I want to be now because if I did that, I wouldn't be in this relationship that I'm in where I know how to express my feelings where I'm able to recognize my emotions where I have that awareness about them and I have the emotional intelligence to be able to foster a healthy relationship so I don't want to go back to that version of confident what I do want is to rebuild my confidence so that I don't have the fears and doubts that I'm currently experiencing to know that when my boyfriend tells me that he loves me, that he truly means it and that I don't question it every step of the way. I want to have the confidence again where I could wake up in the morning and know it's going to be a great day and know that me and my boyfriend have a secure and solid foundation that our relationship is thriving. And to know that like, Nothing can break us, right? To walk through the day knowing like, yo, I'm strong. I am talented. I have a unique set of skills. I am in a loving and supporting relationship where I support him and he supports me. And we're in this together. And we're stronger together. And we're powerful together. That's the confidence I want to have again. It's a confidence from love right knowing that wow did i just hit the nail on the head on that one i want to have confidence that stems from that love right knowing that that love is so strong between us that it's unbreakable i want to be so secure in that love so safe in that love again I want that love to be the foundation thing that is like holding me up and lifting me up and like making me powerful and so I guess I need to lean into it right to like lean into love to really let him love me even on the hard days and to really love him even on the hard days so I need to lean into that right but the same thing comes with trust you know, so I want to build confidence in love and in trust, and using those two things and leveraging those two things to really create this sense of security and safety, and to really create this like unbreakable foundation that not even an earthquake could shift. It kind of thing, um, and that's the confidence that I want to have. That's that's the the version of Melissa that I want to grow into. So I really hope my boyfriend listens to this episode cuz I think it'll help us a lot. I think it would also help him like understand what I've been going through and understand my struggle lately. And it's so weird because this was supposed to be burrito therapy for others and it might have just been burrito therapy for me, but again, this is what I do, right? I share my life experiences in hopes that somebody is feeling the same way and going through the same thing and understanding, like, or or at least finding a way that works for them and knowing that they're not alone, right? Knowing that they're not alone and knowing that there's someone there who's going through something similar and I don't have all the answers. I've said it many times before in this podcast. I don't have all the answers. I don't have all the tools and resources. I can't just wave a magic wand and say, Hey, like life is amazing. Like everything is going to work out for you. Even though, I mean, we can declare it, right? We can declare everything is always going to work out for the best because that's what the universe does. It listens or God and the universe listens. So If you are the type to declare it to the universe, declare it to the universe. If you're the type to pray to God and say, you know, I I trust you and I trust your way and I trust your guidance and everything is going to work out for the best, put it out there. But what I can say is that, again, I'm here going through it in real time and I, I just had you know, like a mini epiphany where I realized what confidence now means to me. And that's the thing that I've been struggling with the most for the last year is finding again what confident means to me, because I've heard it so many times. You used to be so confident. Why are you so insecure? Like what's, you know, like what's bringing you down sort of thing. And I'm just like, Because I don't know what confidence means anymore. And why couldn't we think of this sooner? I mean, seriously, I'm like sitting here in awe of myself. Because that was the question that I should have asked sooner. I've been asking myself, why aren't you confident anymore? Instead of asking myself, well, what does confidence mean to you? What does it look like to you these days? It's not the old version of you. You need to find a new definition of confidence. So... I just came to the realization of what that confidence looks like for me, what it means for me and for me to find that confidence again. It that confidence is a combination of leaning into that love and leaning into that trust in order to create that like safety and security that I need. So, I mean, it's a little bit crazy. To see that this is where I landed at the end of this episode, and there's your therapy session for the for the day, right? Finding out what certain things mean to you, and and again, it goes it, it ties into that self awareness, right? This was a self awareness lesson, literally in itself, because one of the things that I had been struggling with is the confidence. So again, I came to, I came to this episode, talking about my struggles, talking about my therapy session, knowing that. This is where I am. This is where I'm stuck. And I had even said, I mean, it really does all go hand in hand because I had even said to my therapist that I felt like I wasn't good enough at work and in my relationship and I felt like the communication wasn't there And the communication wasn't there because again, I wasn't communicating either. Like I wasn't communicating with my bosses and telling them how I was feeling. I wasn't communicating with my boyfriend and telling him how I was feeling. I was keeping it in because I was scared because I didn't have that confidence to communicate it. Right. So it's so weird how I landed at the answer. I guess it really is burrito coaching magic. Um, how I landed at the answer of What's missing for me? The confidence is missing for me. And why is it missing? Because I'm trying to go back to an old way of confidence that doesn't work because I have way too much emotional intelligence at this point to ever go back to a place where confidence means not caring about anybody else's feelings or having an I-don't-give-a-shit attitude that's not the way I am anymore. That's not who I am anymore. So confidence has a new definition, and I needed to redefine it. And the same goes for anything that you're struggling with, right? So for me, for this episode, we landed at confidence. We landed at that's the thing that I was struggling with the most that led to this feeling of unworthiness, that led to this lack of communication. That was the core thing. This is what we do. Surface, core. I get to the bottom of it, right? I go deep, we pull out the truth. So for... So to wrap up today's episode, you know, the question is, what are you struggling with? You know, if you're struggling with something, if you're struggling with an emotion, if you're struggling in a relationship, if you're struggling at work or struggling in, within yourself, you know, take, take a deep <laughs> breath first and then ask yourself, like, what is it that I'm feeling? Bring an awareness into yourself. And it's not always easy to do. You know, like I used to hate when people tell me like, oh, you need to take a look in the mirror and, and, you know, you need to look within yourself. It's nobody likes to look within themselves because then you have to call yourself out on your own shit and it's not pretty. And then what's even worse is, you know, you have to start to change your behaviors on the bad habits that you've created and you know that there's work to be done. And self-work is really, like, one of the hardest things to do. Like, self-improvement, um, personal development, all that shit is its hard. It sucks. It's not always pretty. There's a lot of tears. There's so much discomfort in it, too, because you recognize, like, your bad habits. You recognize the things you've done. You've recognized the people you hurt, and you're just like, Like, it really is just, it's shitty sometimes. It's really shitty sometimes. But then you do it, and you change the behavior, right? So like that Alice in Wonderland quote said, you could wake up one morning and realize, oh my God, like, this is something that I did yesterday, and I made somebody feel like this, and I never want to do that again because it was awful and it sucked. So you change. You... Take steps to be better, and you can change quite a few times in a day. I mean, I've been recording this episode for 49 minutes, and I've already changed my definition of what confidence means to me, and now I can actually do the work to get back to that level of confidence, to actually not only improve myself and improve my confidence levels, but improve my relationship, because the less I doubt my boyfriend... The less I doubt us, the more I can let that love in and just embrace it and fully receive everything that he has to offer. I'll tell you one thing. When you're tense, whether it's in mind, whether it's in body um, or heart, like when you're tense, emotionally tense, again, mentally tense, physically tense, it shows up in your relationship. Like majorly, it shows up. It shows up in picking fights that you normally never would pick. It shows up in your physical intimacy. It shows up in like just your communication, right? Your communication is even tense, which is, again, why I said like I think just The lack of communication was because there was so much tension that I didn't know how to say what I needed to say, which probably pushed him away and he just didn't know what was going on. So he couldn't speak to anything because it's like, how is he supposed to fix something that he doesn't know needs to be fixed? Right? That tension will show up everywhere so before we let it get to that point, we should try and do that self-awareness bit. Um, and it's not always easy. So again, I, I, I know that it's scary to like look within and say, all right, like I need to kind of check myself here and I need to like, take a moment and and look within and see what am I doing and what's causing this. And when you realize that you're part of the problem, it sucks. You know, nobody wants to ever admit that they're part of the problem or that they might be the reason why certain things are happening the way they are. But then when you recognize that, you just take the steps to fix it. So From now until the next episode, I'm going to work on that confidence. I'm going to work on the behaviors and the communication and and the 20 seconds of courage and finding ways to love myself more. I'm not going to say love myself again because I do love myself, but find ways to love myself more, find ways to deepen that self-love and to show up more for him um, and to also trust him when he says he loves me and to trust him to love me more too, right? Because I could love myself more, but who wouldn't want somebody to love them more too, right? I'm calling in more love. I'm calling in more self-love, but I'm also calling in more love from him. Deeper love from him. More intimate connection. And that shit is awesome. Like, I, yo, I would be so excited to be able to, like, get more love for someone. Like, that's, again, more intimacy, more cuddles, more snuggles, more kisses, more smiles in the morning. More time. Because the more somebody loves you, the more time they're going to want to spend with you, too. And so, maybe some of the issues that I'm having is because I need to bring it back and love myself a little bit more. So that's what I'm going to do. And that's what I'm going to work on. And we'll see how that goes. And maybe on the next Taco Tuesday therapy session, I'll be able to at least provide a result or a shift or a change or let you guys know how that is working, or if it's starting to work, or if I notice any changes within myself by just declaring it. Because, again, what you declare usually happens, and you are able to manifest it. Um, I would love to manifest money, but let's work on the self love part first. So, let's see how it goes. And that truly is a wrap for me today. Um, because at this point everything else is just a tangent and I'm also being redundant and I hate redundancy. So that's truly a wrap. And I'm really excited to hear from people as to whether or not they think I should do Taco Tuesday therapy as a segment or as like a full, like weekly episode thing. And so I'm probably going to post on Instagram and on Facebook and you can follow me on Instagram and on Facebook on facebook it's the motivation burrito podcast on instagram it's at the motivation burrito and the website hasn't really been updated in like forever but if you want to check out my website it's www.themotivationburrito.com you can send me an email send me a message reach out to me comment post share all of it and have a great week everyone